Okay, so welcome back to episode two of the JP2 Generation podcast. Uh, my name is Tom Perna. I am your host all by myself. I do not have anybody in the room with me. It's just going to be me doing these podcasts. Maybe some down, someday down in the future, in the future, I'll uh, I'll do some interviews. Uh, but let's all get through what we're going through now before I even get ahead of myself, since this is only episode two. Um, I kind of like doing it by myself. It's I like talking to myself. It's sometimes <laughs> it's something that sounds like I'm a crazy person. Um, it's good for me because I'm I'm extroverted, but I'm also um, I'm introverted, and I I enjoy speaking to speaking to myself and kind of processing things uh, in that way. Uh, it also reminds me of the scene from Braveheart, the Stephen the Irishman when he first comes into the camp, and he's talking to you know what it seems to be God, and they ask him, "Is your father a ghost, or do you converse with the Almighty?" And he says, uh, "In order to find his equal, an Irishman is forced to talk to God." Well. I'm not Irish. I'm Italian, but I feel like to find their equal, sometimes Italians have to talk to God. So, again, this is just me being me and uh, just trying to have some fun uh, while we are cooped up in the house um, and doing um, and and looking for work uh, and cooped up in the house uh, during this uh, interesting time in our uh, world in our country. Today is Latare Sunday. Uh, that's usually known as Pinky Sunday or Pink Sunday. It's when the priests or they'll tell you it's rose, but it's actually pink. Um, <laughs> that's uh, they, where they where they wear pink vestments uh, or rose vestments, and it actually the it has to do with uh, it's um, the Sunday is all about rejoicing. It's Rejoice Sunday uh, because Rejoice Jerusalem comes from the opening antiphon of today's mast. Um, you know, be, be honest with you, it's I'm not really super joyful right now, um, or, or really in the mood to to be rejoicing. Um, I mean, I'm joyful to be with my family, uh, and you know, my with my wife and my son. Um, but I miss my, my 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 family that lives here in Arizona. I miss you know seeing my friends on a regular basis. So um, it's a hard time to to think about rejoicing, uh, but I know. You probably hear this a lot. We'll get through this together. Uh, we have to remain faithful in our Lord Jesus Christ and stay healthy and stay safe. Today was the first time in a long time, I can't even remember how long it's been, that I did not physically go to Mass at a church and receive Holy Communion. Thinking about it today during Mass, we actually, my wife and I, watched the Northern Fathers, uh, Father Matt, Lowry and Father Will Schmidt, we watched their mass at 10.30. And during it, I was I was glad that we were able to watch the mass, but I was also sad because I couldn't receive the Holy Eucharist. I know that I'll never take the Holy Eucharist for granted ever again after this experience. Um, I have a feeling I will probably weep when I do receive our Lord, body, blood, soul, and divinity again when this is all said and done. One positive thing has happened so far from my, this experience is that my wife and I actually have started to attend daily mass together. Um, you know, it's it's we have mass at 8 a.m. at the parish during the week, but our schedules sometimes can't make that. Um, she, you know, she's 
when when I was I'm technically still employed at the parish until March 31st, but um, and she was working and I was watching our son, and you know I I've kind of gotten into this lazy this lazy habitual attitude of not going not getting up super early. I mean we get up early with our son, but you know getting up to go to mass daily mass when you know if I start a secular position here soon. I won't have the chances to go to uh, 8 a.m. mass anymore. So that's one. That's been one fruit that's actually been able. Uh, my wife and I have been able to sit down and go to daily mass together, although we're not receiving the Holy Eucharist. Um, the one good thing is that we've been able to make, obviously, like the rest of you, make a spiritual communion. Uh, and that's making spiritual communions is something not only do we do at mass when we don't receive. But it's something that we can do every day and every hour of the day, uh, even with our current, even when, even when our current experience, even when this isolation and this social distancing is over, and we're able to go back to receive the Eucharist on a daily basis or on a weekly basis, you can still do spiritual communions. Uh, many of the saints talk about this in their writings. Uh, cloistered religious have spoken about this as well that you can make spiritual communions as much as you want throughout the day you can do you can do it every day you know every every hour on the hour throughout the day if you really wanted to so that spiritual communion is something that i think we're learning we're, we're all learning something about uh, i could probably do a whole podcast on just on spiritual communion and the importance of it and why we can do it outside of this experience once this is once once this eventually does end, uh, why we should do it, uh, even though we can't, um, you know, even though we might receive Holy Communion that day, we could still make that spiritual communion. What I want to ask you to pray for uh, is our current situation. But, you know, really pray for Italy, because they're really getting hit pretty hard with this right now. Uh, in our own country, there's parts of our own country here in the United States that are starting to get hit with this as well. Uh, my Epic Pew editor and his family uh, live in northern Italy. I want you to pray for Sean McAfee and his family for their health and their safe and their safety. Uh, if you've not started the novena for the coronavirus through Pray More Novenas, I would encourage you to do that. You can actually go on to PrayMoreNovenas.com uh, and check out. They've got tons of different uh, novenas you can pray, uh, and they'll actually send them right to your email box. Uh, if you'd like. So I would encourage you to pray that. And, you know, and just remember, remember as you, as we, as we take this time, the social distance, the one good thing that, you know, we've been, we've been praying as a family for a while now at night, even with our infant son, uh, my wife and I kind of offer up petitions at the end of the day for different people that we're praying for and different um, people that have asked us to pray for them. But uh, I would encourage you to do more praying together as a family. Uh, if, you, if you haven't been doing it, you know, either do a rosary or offer up petitions, um, you know, asking God to, to answer certain prayers. Uh, I would highly encourage that. Uh, and really, um, I think it's important for fam families to pray together because even though we go to our individual parishes, each of our homes is a domestic church. Uh, we all are called to be individual churches within the parish itself. So just like the parishes themselves are all part of the diocesan church, well, we all should be as families as and as homes 
all of our domestic churches part of our parish church. And since this is the JP2 Generation podcast, I'm going to end every uh, every uh, podcast with a prayer uh, from John Paul II. It's the same prayer that I prayed yesterday, and it's the prayer for healing beneath the cross of the crucified King. Let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Scripture teaches us, for the message of the cross is complete absurdity to those who are headed for ruin, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. We preach Christ crucified, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the wickedness of God is stronger than men. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us. May the power of your love once more be shown to be greater than the evil that threatens it. May it be shown to be greater than suffering. May the power of your cross, O Christ, be shown to be greater than the author of sin, who is called the Prince of this world. For for by your blood and your passion, you have redeemed the world. Amen. Pope St. John Paul II, pray for us. Our Lady of Montebarico, pray for us. I would encourage you to stay safe, healthy, and holy. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.